Here at Doxaday Bloom, we are excited about making disciples who impact the city and nations. We hope that you enjoy today's message. Good day. It's such a privilege to be part of this series of walking through the book of Ephesians over the last past four weeks. Thank you that I can be part and just sharing the word of God today with you. Now, in the first three chapters of the book of Ephesians, we have studied the book and see what it means that Christ is living inside of me. What it means to move over from darkness to light. What it means to, work, to walk over from one way of living and now being part of the kingdom of God. And now what it means that I'm part of God's kingdom. I'm a Christian and I must live now according to the other king, God, Jesus Christ. I must now live according to this way of life. And now today we're going to study the word of God from Ephesians chapter 5 verses 1 to verses 6 and see what the word of God teaches us. In verses 1 it says the following, it says, Therefore, the word therefore is therefore now that you have walked over from darkness to light. Therefore, what will be the result? Now that you are part of the kingdom of God and the kingdom way of living. Therefore, be imitators of God as dearly loved children. He says, now that I moved over from darkness to light, now that I'm part of God's kingdom, now that Jesus Christ is king, I must become an imitator of God. I must follow in the footsteps of Jesus Christ. You know, it's very interesting that the word of God, ach, that in the word of God, the word imitator, you will find frequently. Now, imitator is a, is a word that comes from the English word mimic, and it comes directly from the Greek. This Greek word literally means to mimic God, mimic Him. It means to model God. It means to imitate God. So now the Bible says, therefore, now that you move over, now that Jesus Christ is King, you must start imitating God. You must start living according to the kingdom's way, God's way, imitate Him. Listen now what verses 2 says, and walk in love. As Christ also loved us and gave himself for us, a sacrificial and fragrant offering to God. He says, now that I am part of the kingdom of God, now that I am a Christian, here's the secret, walk in love, walk in love. You must imitate the way God loved us, this offering of love. You must imitate God. In the sense that you must walk in love. What does it mean to walk in love? Walk in love, the central English version says, let us love be our guide. The good news translation said, your life must be controlled by love. The international standard version says the following, live lovingly. What, what does it mean to live lovingly? Listen to what the message translation says. It says, mostly what God does, is love you. Keep company with Him. 
and learn a life of love. In this new kingdom, if I keep company with him, I will become an imitator of him and I will learn a life of love. Observe how Christ loved us. His love was not cautious but extravagant. He didn't love in order to get something from us, but to give everything of himself to us. Then it says, love like that. Walk in love. I, I, I want to start this, mor this morning by saying this. I want to ask you a question. What is your number one goal in life? What do you aim for? What is your number one goal in life? Just for a moment, think about it. What thoughts, what images at this moment when I ask you this question comes to mind? Maybe you will say my greatest aim in life, my number one goal in life is, is to be happy. Maybe it's to be accepted. Maybe it's always you want to be first. Maybe it's successful. Maybe it's to make a lot of money. Maybe it's to have a happy family. Maybe your aim in life is to have fun. You see, it's very, very important that we have an answer to this question because this answer this picture in your mind, the result, what is your aim in life, that answer will dominate your whole life and influence every decision you make. Now God says the following, He says, His greatest aim in life was to walk in love. His greatest aim in love to be part of the kingdom of God is love. 1 Corinthians chapter 14 verses 1 says the following. It says, follow after love. Central English version, love should be your guide. Good news, it is love then that you should strive for. Keep on pursuing love. A message translation, like I said, go after a life of love as if your life depend on it because it does. The Living Bible says, let love be your greatest aim. Greatest aim, what does it mean? You must strive above everything else to gain this ability to love. Maybe another way to say it will be say, so you must strive above everything else to gain this ability to love. This ability to love. God says, this is, Jesus says, this is my greatest aim in love. And why is love, why is it so important? Why, why was it Jesus' greatest aim? Because the Bible teaches us and says, God is love. You, you see, love is not one of the characteristics of God. It's, it's not something, it's not just a part of God. The Bible says, God is love. Now the Bible says, we, first, first three chapters of Ephesians, God is now inside of us, He's living inside of us. 
The Bible says it is good that the Holy Spirit, that oh, it is good, Jesus said, that I'm going to leave, but then I'll send somebody who's got the same ability as me, the Holy Spirit, same capacity as me. He will be with you and living inside of you. So God is inside of us and God is love. So all of us that are now part of the kingdom of God, all of us that are now imitators of God, has the ability to love. You must say to me, but listen, you don't know the way I grow up. I never had a father. I never had this. This was done to me. I cannot express love. I don't have the ability to. The Bible says God is love. The Bible says God is living inside of you. And now the Bible is challenging us to say, walk in love. May this be your greatest aim. 1 Corinthians 13 verses 13 says, In this life we will have three lasting qualities. He says faith, hope and love. He says, but the greatest of these is love. You see, the kingdom of God is painted out with love. If you start walking, the way you walk, the way you start, everything you do in life, the starting point, the origin is love. It's your motivation. On the contrary, one day Jesus was confronted with the question, what is the most important thing in the Bible? You know, what is the most important thing in the Bible? One of the Sadducees asked him one day in Mark 12, verses 28 to 31. And then Jesus said the following. Which commandment, he asked him, is the most important of all? And then he says the following. He says, listen, first of all, you must love God with everything you have. He says, and secondly to that, you must love your neighbor. So in other words, when they ask Jesus, listen, what is the most important thing? What is your greatest aim? He says, listen, you must walk in love. You must love God and you must love people. Throughout the Bible, love now becomes the starting point, the foundation of every decision to love God and people. That's why we exist. Live, uh, life is about love. Is about love. Everything else is secondary to that. So we must pursue love. Hey, 1 Corinthians chapter 16 verses 14 says in the New Living Translation, everything you do must be done with love. The, the today English version says, says the following, let all that you do be done in love. In love. Another translation, it says lovingly. Maybe it is, you must do everything in a loving way. So when the Bible says, therefore, because you are now imitators of Christ, you must start walk in love. Walk in love. Paul has this whole idea that your greatest aim in life must be love. Listen to the scriptures. 1 John 4 verses 7 says the following, Dear friends, let us practice loving each other. John 13 verses 34 says, John says the following, he says, the people outside will know that you are my 
disciples, the people that walk after me, the imitators of Christ, representatives of the kingdom of God. Why, how will they know it? If you love one another. John says the following, Dear friends, let us practice loving each other. For love comes from God and those who are loving and kind showing, they are children of God. I say, and he says the following, And that they are getting to know him better. You know, as you become more aware of the Christ living inside of you, you will start expressing more of this love of God. 1 Timothy 4 verses 15 says the following, Practice these things and devote yourself to them in order that your progress may be seen by all. Hebrews says the following, Continue to love each other with true Christian love. Listen to this scripture Paul writes in, to the Galatians church. Galatians 5 verses 6 in the central English version. It, it's so beautiful. It says, if you are a follower of Jesus Christ. If you are imitating Jesus Christ. If you mimic him. He says, listen to this. All that matter, matters is your faith that makes you love others. What is the greatest command? You must love God. You must love people. It's a way we express love. You see, if you are a kingdom representative, everywhere in the world, you have to express love. All that matters is your faith that makes you love others. Philippians, this is my prayer for you, that your love will grow more and more, that you will have knowledge and understanding with your love. As you become more aware of the Christ inside of you and what Christ has done for you, that way you express His love more and more. My number one target in life, my number one aim in life must be, I want to walk in love. I want to express love. Go after a life of love as if your life depends on it because it does. The same Paul wrote to the Ephesians, also wrote to the Corinthian church, and he says the following, if he explains love, and the way you walk in love, and the way you express his love, he says, listen, if love is not your conduct, if love is not the way you express yourself, and living it outside, he says, nothing else matters. Listen to this, 1 Corinthians 13, verses 1. If I do not love, live a life of love, he says in the first place, nothing that you say matters. Verses 1 says, I may be able to speak the languages of human beings and even of angels. But if I have no love, my speech is no more than a noisy gong or a clanging bell. Nothing that I say matters. You see, if you don't live, if you don't walk in love, if you don't live a life of love, he says, nothing that I know matters. Nothing that I say, nothing that I know. Verses 2, I may have the gift of inspiring preaching. I may have all the knowledge, listen to this, and understand all secrets. I may have all the faith needed to move mountains, but if I have no love, I have nothing. <laughs> you see, knowledge increases. Knowledge is power. 
But all the knowledge in the world, he says, if you don't love people, it means nothing. He says in the same verse, he says, if you have all the faith in this life to move mountains. You know, usually in the Christian church, people with great faith, you know, we all salute them. We all think, oh, they're great Christians. But the Bible says, doesn't matter what degree of faith you have. He says, if you do not have a life and you do not walk in love, he says, it means nothing. He says also in verses 3, if I do not live a life of love, nothing that I give of how much I give will matter. You know, many times in the church, we want to let the people that give the most, they must be in the front seats. The Bible says, no, 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 no. He says, it doesn't matter what you give. If you do not live according to the kingdom way, walk in love, give love, it means nothing. Listen to verses 3. I might give away everything I have and even give up my body to be burned. But if I have no love, this does me no good. You know, people give for different reasons. Some people give to receive back. Some people give to manipulate others. Uh, to make you feel, some people give to make them feel good, uh, they, to, to be noticed. He says, but if you give and you do not give love and walk according to love, it means nothing. He says, it doesn't matter what you achieve or accomplish in life. If you do not walk in love, it means nothing. The message translation says so beautiful in verses 3, no matter what I say, or what I believe, or what I do, I am bankrupt without love. I want to motivate you today. Paul challenged us. If you are a Christian, if you are an imitator, if you are part of the kingdom of God, he says walk in love. We all have the ability to love because Christ is inside of us. Can I pray for you? Heavenly Father, we just want to surrender ourselves. Thank you for the spirit that's living inside of us. The living Christ inside of us. And I asked you, Holy Spirit, to make us aware that because we are part of the kingdom of God, that we will really walk in love. That we will ooze out what's inside. Because love will touch the heart of people. That people will really see that we are imitators and disciples of Jesus Christ because we love one another. Teach us, help us to grow in maturity. Change our minds that we will express this Christian love. I pray that in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. May God bless you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this week's message. Make sure that you get connected to this family on mission by joining us at one of our Sunday services.